here. Here. Here we are. Another week. Another Combos. podcast. Combos first. Combos first, as per usual. Love the dedication. So dedicated. Love it. Really love to see it. Super great. All right. Um. Well, let's just jump right into it. It's official. Official. We have a president. We have New president. One. President-elect slash confirmed official official. The Electoral College has voted. And Joseph, whatever his middle name is, Biden, is now the confirmed 46th president of the United States. So, big news there. Joseph Robinette Biden. Okay, well, I regret saying whatever mm. his middle name is now because now we all have that information yeah, and we're not better for it. <laughs> Old Joe Robinette. Yikes. Um, okay, so yeah, there's that. Uh, Trump was, uh, as everyone could have guessed, very, oh. pissed, very pissed about that and tried to take that one up to the Supreme Court. Allegedly, well, not allegedly confirmed that's biden's grandmother's middle name robinette there you go there you go a little piece of history fun fact that you probably didn't need to know but but now you do and knowing is half the battle (laughs) um so there's that and um we should we should put an over under on how many days until kamala harris takes full control i'm gonna say I'm going to say it's going to be under under two years, so under like 600-some days. You know, I think it's either going to happen really quick or it's not going to happen at all. Really? That's my completely unprofessional, uneducated guess. I'm, but. I'm giving Joe the benefit of the doubt and going to give him at least a couple of years. Yeah, maybe. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. Depends on how many shoulders he starts massaging. Yeah. Children start feeling on those old leg hairs. And yuck. Um. So yeah. So um, Trump was obviously not none too happy to hear that confirmation and tried to take that up to the highest place he could, and they promptly told him to get fucked. An old Bill Barr saw the writing on the wall and was like, I'm out this. I'm spending my holidays with my family, not yep. as the attorney general. He so, said, I ain't doing it. I'm out. I don't want to deal with this. Yep. We'll be I'm seeing you. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Old Joe, old sleepy Joe's the next, he's the next guy. Can't wait for things to not change at all and people to be like, uh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> old Donnie was an asshole, but he really wasn't doing that bad of a job. Yep. Uh, combos told us that the stock market dipped today. I actually haven't checked my stocks in a few days, but that doesn't surprise me. Wouldn't call it a crash, but it's def COVID related dip for sure. Um, I'll give you that. The crash is coming eventually. It will, it will, it will, it will. Well, the Dow Jones was at 37.4 points, uh, today, which is a solid up 0.12%, but the S and P 500 and the NASDAQ both took a 14 and a half and a 13 point dip today. So. Yeah, Tesla's down a bit today, but Apple's up. All my stocks were went down today. So, oh well, is what it is. We're in it for the long run. Eventually, I will probably sell those and take what I can get back from what I put in there, and we'll just try again later after it crashes. Yep, that's time to buy. Yep, right now is as it's going up. I would monitor the ones you have if you are invested in stocks and see. Um, oh, that's not what I wanted. Where is my, you know what? Only people that lose during a stock market crash is the ones that sell. Exactly. Unless we get a great reset, then we're yeah. all kind of just Then we're all kind of so. fucked. <laughs> I have crypto, so. Yeah, it's all good. Very, I'm going to financial moves. monitor mine, and if they go up just you know a little bit more here soon, I'll probably offload them and take what I can get, and then we'll uh, we'll reevaluate after the, the crash. Try to watch it burn. Yep. Um, in other political news, Tulsi Gabbard, the Democratic representative from the state of Hawaii, let me pull this up, has um, introduced, actually, let me pull it up on here that way. Uh, I don't know. Are we going to get copyright striked if I show her Twitter video? <laughs> I don't know, man. We've already gotten copyright 
That's true. Worst case times. scenarios, I'll just cut it out, I guess. Saturday me... Night Live came after us for one of them. Oh, well, because we used John Mulaney's little monologue, so... That oh. <laughs> that makes sense. I was... I just saw the email. I'm like, they were like, they were none too pleased that uh, <laughs> we did that. All right, so Boring. for um, everyone, I'll just read real quick what she's. You can show her Twitter. That's in. not private. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm gonna show. I'll, I'll show the. Um, no, I don't want to get out of here. All right, so what Tulsi Gabbard is trying to do? She's introduced legislation right now that would redirect excess profits from corporations that are allowed to remain open during the coronavirus crisis to small businesses that have been forced to close due to the economic shutdown. So what she's going to do is take excess funds from big corporations and actually try and do a trickle down and like put money back into the mom and pop shops that had to close given the coronavirus restrictions. So this okay. is HR 1267. That's the, the bill's name, official name. Uh, but you can refer to it as uh, the Pandemic Crisis Excess Profits Tax. And it would add a 95% tax on corporations' excess profits. And this would be calculated by subtracting their 2020 gross earnings from their average gross earnings from 2016 to 2019 before the coronavirus. And this would ensure corporations such as Amazon, Walmart, Zoom, we use Zoom, <laughs> and others <laughs> are not profiting off of economic shutdowns that have helped clear the market of their competition. And then um, I'll actually just show her Twitter video that she has right here. It's pretty short. Keep in mind that's on excess profits. That's not yeah. That's not their as a whole. Right. So here goes her Twitter video. You about the next round of. Okay. Here we go. As ongoing negotiations continue about the next round of COVID relief funding, I wanted to tell you about an important resolution I introduced to support our small businesses. Now, this pandemic has created incredible hardship for small businesses and Americans all across the country. Our small businesses are continuing to struggle just to survive as the economic consequences both of this crisis as well as government mandated restrictions continue. Meanwhile, you have huge corporations like Amazon, Walmart, Zoom and others who are seeing windfall profits. Now, these big tech corporations, these big box retailers, they're going to emerge from this crisis stronger than ever before, and they will have a greater economic advantage over the small businesses who've, who've been forced to close. I come from a family of small business owners. I know that small businesses are the backbone of our economy, making up 99% of all American businesses, generating 44% of our gross domestic product and employing 47% of our nation's workforce. But according to a recent survey, one in four small businesses are gonna close their doors in the next six months if current economic conditions don't improve. While this is happening, uh, large tech companies like Amazon, Alphabet, Apple, and Facebook, they are posting record profits during this crisis and because of this crisis. It would be neither fair nor good for our economy to have these large corporations who have gained this competitive advantage over small businesses due to government mandated restrictions to maintain that competitive advantage in the post pandemic economy. Now during World War I and World War II, an excess profits tax was implemented specifically to prevent certain corporations from war profiteering or crisis profiteering and to use those funds to provide assistance to those who were struggling. It is unethical and unconscionable that some corporations achieve windfall profits directly because of the pandemic crisis we are experiencing while everyone else suffers and our federal government spends trillions of dollars to help those who are struggling, pushing our country further and further into debt. Now my legislation, HRES 1267, calls on Congress to reinstate this pandemic excess profits tax on large corporations who are making excess profits because of this crisis and direct those funds towards providing economic relief and support to our small businesses. God bless you, Tulsi Gabbard. Thank you for trying to save us from our evil corporate paymasters.
Well, so and it seems few... like we've talked about some of the things she said before. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Well, and it and it helps keep major corporations honest when they're dealing with government systems, which will directly affect their profitability during a lockdown or not a lockdown. Bro, and they're gonna try and talk you know, this like they're gonna cry foul so hard. When if you know because they're gonna get word of the wind of this and they're gonna be like, well, you can't access tax our profits. It's not our fault. Small businesses can't survive. And it's like, well, I mean, kinda a little bit. <laughs> and also, well, like, no, and it's not it's not your profit as a whole. It's just, it's your excess profit. Yeah, it's it's excess. what you. What they're gonna be pissed because you're taxing any yeah, type of their you... profit. Exactly. I'm trying to find the the math breakdown and tax it like ninety five percent of like, what it's been excess profit. I don't know. It depends on Go how ahead. much excess profit that they actually made. So we'll see. But either way, it's a good thing because that will well, help hey. keep. What's up? Did you find I something? was just gonna say now we're getting no an additional six hundred dollar stimulus check that Nancy Pelosi has been sitting on her fucking hands because she doesn't want to give it out while Trump is in office which 600 bucks that's really oh, gonna boy. just save pull everybody's so ass out of the fire to be getting you know? 600 dollars yay i know i had the math pulled up earlier uh or i think it was last podcast of what i think it's down to like 40 cents a day now is what the math is on that 12 that first 1200 stimulus check oh yeah well while Congress has received their full six-figure paychecks the entire time. And, uh, oh, yeah, here it is right here. I was on uh, Reddit earlier. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, while Congress got paid their full salary of 130 k for nine months while they argued about giving every American $600 of their own money. Yikes. Yeah, and that's where it comes from. It's our tax dollars. And, so. and they had a, a vacation in there. They had a recess. Yeah, I there. remember. They it's just like, like up and fucked hmm. off around Thanksgiving. I was like, what? Yeah, and they need a vacation, dude. They've been They've been just really hard, getting bro. after each other a lot. Like, hey, what? you've just been sitting at home. What do you know? You yeah. basically had a vacation this whole time. Doesn't matter if you can't pay your rent because you can't work because your small business got shut down. Yeah, that's not important at all. And I was, um, I was listening to this guy on uh, ABC News talk about how he feels bad because he has to charge his tenants rent during COVID because he put his four hundred one k into well. So hear me out. He put his 401k into six different apartment properties, right? So he didn't trust the stock market, which mm -hmm. is what everybody said. Don't trust the stock market. So instead he went and bought property and rented them out. And he's like, I don't want to charge these people rent more than the next guy does. But, but I have to. I'm in a situation now where if I can't pay the bills on my building, cause these people aren't paying me, the bank is going to come take it back and I'm going to lose my 401k. Mm. So, can somebody step in here and and actually help us rather than just playing politics in the middle of a pandemic when people are not only losing their lives because but of the their virus, livelihood. but they their livelihood as well, which is I don't want to say it's worse, but I mean still you're fucking it's still, with people's yeah, you're lives. Fucking dude. People's lives like, bad and quit all playing they wanna, politics. They just want to do is sit around and talk and debate the amount of money that should be given out. And combos or combo said that um, you know I guess it's a direct qu quote from uh, Nancy Pelosi is said that it was a significant amount for working families. So six hundred dollars is a significant oh. amount for working families. Significant amount. Very yep. cool. Very yeah, cool. Thank that's, you. That's really gonna thanks you Nancy. Know, average mortgage. At, that'll pay like one average family's mortgage for one month. Yeah. Yeah. I, w I wish I could find the breakdown so, again. I'll keep looking for it. I'm pretty sure it's like 40, it, that $1,200 to date has averaged like 40 cents a day. Yikes. We are a third well, world Congress country keeps... masquerading as a first world country. I Economically, I would say you're not far off from that statement. I, I still wouldn't maybe go that far. 
Um, but our our economics, the way that the economics are being handled right now, is an absolute shit show. shit show. It's a it's joke. It is complete joke. Not good. It sucks. It actually just pisses me off. Is what it really does. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of John Mulaney, he's in rehab for cocaine and alcohol abuse. That's why he stayed so skinny. Mm. Yeah, that broke on Reddit three hours ago. God bless. Um. All right. Yeah. So thoughts and prayers, John. Now, John always keeps it real. You know. Uh, now, uh, speaking of the pandemic and how it's affected business, perhaps now there's hope on the horizon. Coronavirus vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna have been approved and distributed. Um, I did see something today, recently, within the past couple of days. Uh, uh, one nurse, after getting the, the vaccine, passed out. Um, I don't know what that was all about. I just kind of I didn't really look into that anymore, but... And then there was another nurse that they was doing live on TV. I saw this, and I'm sure you guys have seen it too, but they stuck him, and there was nothing in the the syringe. They put that thing in his arm and tried to pass it off like they had actually vaccinated him, and everybody was like, you're not pulling this one over on us. Look at it. Look at it now. And they were like, we didn't even Oops, talk about. We didn't even bad. talk about this before the show, but I was – I was just researching what was where that happened because it was very blatantly like oh and it, it like it's like it's like sticking out of him and he's over <laughs> here just like and then he kind of like pulls it and then like pushes it again and I was like bro there's nothing in there you saw when he picked it up my man's yeah literally just picked it up and it was like empty and this was like this is fine <laughs> and it oh, just nobody... did this number. Nobody's going to notice. Nobody, Nobody filled up the vaccine? And you, you tell me we don't have... Oh, okay. Oh, success. And everybody else was like, <laughs> wait, pause. Zoom in. Enhance. Right there. Nothing in it. There's nothing there. I was just like, come on. Come on. He didn't want to, he didn't want to get microchip, bro. Well, you, you know. know. Um, <laughs> other people That's taking... a joke. I don't think there's a microchip in the vaccine. Let me be very clear. Other people taking the vaccine... Um, uh, Mike Pence has taken the vaccine, has gotten vaccinated. Uh, I saw that video. It looked like your boy Mike Pence put on a few pounds during the during the quarantine. Mike Pence yeah, got kind of fat. It's that stress um, eating, bro. And <laughs> I think actually as of when I was looking this up, as of a, a few minutes ago, 47 to an hour ago, Biden has taken his vaccination. Um, Good. So, yeah. So, oh, here we go. Here's a good little blurb. What if people don't trust the vaccines? Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't. Uh, getting one or more vaccines through clinical trials to the FDA approval is just the first leg of the journey. The next is convincing people to take it. 63% of U.S. Yeah. adults express safety concerns over the coronavirus vaccine. 40% of those respondents specifically worrying that the development has been too fast. Um, and then that people are also concerned about side effects. It's the same type of shit that people get concerned about with the flu vaccine and why everybody boohoo's the flu vaccine every year. I don't boo-hoo the flu vaccine. I don't give a shit. If you want to get it, get it. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. I yeah. never get it. My I, doctor asks me every year if yeah. I want it, and I always say no. When I had the option, I didn't get it. Being in the military now, I don't have that option. I have to get the, I have to get flu vaccinated. Yeah. Um. So whatever, and I will. I will have to get this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is what it is. Um. So they're saying, though, that life in the U.S. will begin to return to normal once we reach what scientists call herd immunity, which, with regard to the coronavirus, means at least 60 to 70% of the population is immune. I think so those long numbers... as enough people take the vaccine to reach that level, it won't matter if a few people eject or decline. But I... we tried herd immunity when all this first came out. And I think herd immunity is really closer to 50%. That, that uh... oh guy joe rogan had on he's he started tracking this stuff back in january when it was happening in china mm -hmm. and like created an app to try to track it like bluetooth wise not selling your personal data or anything like that he's one of the good guys yeah but i think he said herd immunity maybe it was 65 i thought he said 50 percent. well we tried that i guess at the beginning of all this and it was like i don't know it'll be fine it'll be fine everyone just keep going about your lives People will get it, it'll spread, and then everybody will eventually work up their own immunity to it. And the government was like, no, 
stay in your house. Well, the problem with Corona, and I don't want to, this didn't come from me. This was from that same Joe Rogan podcast. Um, Joe was talking about, it's almost like if he wanted to create the perfect pandemic illness that just kills enough people to make it serious, but the rest of the world that gets it, most of the rest of the world that gets it, it's like, oh, it's fine. It's like a cold a couple of days and I'm better. You know, you have enough people who are like, this is bullshit. It's in an election year. They're using, yeah. and it was used as a political pawn, you know, which is the worst part about all Usually of it. It should be it a bipartisan issue, but it wasn't. It's not because our two party system sucks. It's like if you wanted to create the perfect thing in a divisive time to get people to take one side or the other, you've created the perfect divisive pandemic to where people are just weary enough that they will wear a mask, but they're just on the fence enough that they're like, I don't know, all this could be bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an interesting 2020, man. Such One a, from the record books. A wild year. <laughs> I remember talking about all this shit back in March and April and May. And, you know, they're like, Oh, a second wave will come in October. Now the UK is saying there's a new strain out there yeah which i mean that doesn't surprise me it's, it's a no. virus it'll mutate depending on where it goes and it, it you know viruses and things like that do mutate in order to stay alive in whatever environment they come across combo did say that canada is looking to go into lockdown around christmas time california has been in lockdown for since before thanksgiving they're basically shutting the holidays down yeah um new york's probably going to do close to the same thing um do you see new york just busted a underground nightclub that had like 167 people in it that's crazy feels like pre-prohibition era right well there's a um a uh, a bar owner um and uh, he's in new york somewhere i can't remember if he's close to like staten island or somewhere but he's up in new york somewhere and he has basically declared his bar sovereign soil like he's basically seceded from the state of new york and and has said that his bar um does not have to follow the rules because it's not part of new york anymore he's basically created like the equivalent of the vatican um in new in new york wherever he's at so he can stay open because if he were to follow the rules he would have to shut down and he'd lose his business, he'd lose his livelihood. So he just said, screw it, I'm not part of New York anymore. Come to my bar. <laughs> it's like uh, that Chaz and Chop, right? Just yeah. take over a six-mile block and call it your own. And Yeah, well, he just did it with just his bar, and I haven't heard. I need to look into it, I guess, and see what else is popping with it. But uh, I haven't heard much else, and I, I don't know. I need to see if the man's still, still kicking around out there, if they've figured out a way to shut him down, but... Well, there's a lot of, I've seen a few different, uh, there was a restaurant owner, I think he was in California, that he's like, we're not shutting down. We'll pay the fines. And they've already threatened to remove his liquor license and his food license. And he's like, we'll pay those fines too. Like, I don't care. I'm not sending my employees home. They're struggling. It's, oh, and it was all outdoor dining. Wait, he was wait. doing all outdoor dining, and they tried to shut him down. That, that was the sense. caveat of the whole thing. What what does, what what blows my mind is, and I've seen I've seen the memes about this. It's like if you're just a bar, you can't be open. But if you serve food and happen to have a bar, then you can be open. And I've seen the memes are like you know, is this dude at a table with a with some bar with a you know with beer or whatever, and coronavirus is just like coming in and then and so that, so that has a big x over it like no no good and then the one right underneath it is it's like the same picture but with now food on the table and coronavirus is like yeah nope. exactly like, perfect so i apparently if you have food on your table coronavirus will leave you alone so well that's I, how just, it just shows how dumb the the things are like that's how it was in omaha when the first thing started opening back up i went into uh, the golf simulator and I ordered a beer and the guy's like, all right, what are you eating? I'm like, oh, no, I'm not eating. He's like, no, new rules. You know, we have to serve you food. I'm like, chips Why? and salsa. He's like, cool. And uh, <laughs> I don't all right. I don't get it. I want someone to explain to me why I have to eat food if I go somewhere and I just want to, like, have a drink and chill at a bar or something. It's so dumb. And then, and then it's like, oh, no, sorry, bro. Coronavirus rules. You got to get some chow. Like, 
No, I'm not hungry. I just came from my house. It goes back like, I don't... to the same shit we've been saying for, God, too Weeks long now. now. If you're at risk and you're worried about getting it stay home. and you have pre-existing conditions, whatever, then stay home. I'm sorry. I, I don't like that that is happening to you right now. But I also don't like that small businesses are going under and they're never going to come back because we have to enforce the same rule. It, it's like when you're a kinder in kindergarten and like your teacher makes everybody stay quiet for like 10 minutes because that one kid is talking. Won't shut up. Yeah. And then that one kid says another word and then it goes to 15 minutes and you're like, all right, Billy, shut the fuck up. And then he talks again and it goes to 20 minutes. It's like, dude stop punishing all of us for your shitty behavior right. like it's not fair to punish everybody else under those same guidelines like send billy's ass to the principal's office or something yeah like yeah it's just mass punishment mass punishment is never effective yeah and, it doesn't and work. i'm sorry it just pisses I, people off again it really does pain me if you've lost someone or someone close to you is very susceptible and you're worried about them getting it and if i knew people that i was interacting with every day on a day-to-day -day basis that were very susceptible not that I go out very much anyway, but I'd be staying my ass at home because I would feel bad if I gave it to them. Right. I mean, it's so, not even that. Like, I would go as far to say that if you are that worried about it, like getting it, and you're that, and you have pre-existing conditions that would make it un, like inadvisable to go out, then stay home. Exactly. If you're not worried about it, um, and you know you're not having any underlying health conditions, go out. But at the same time, when you go out, please still be responsible. And think of others. So wear your mask. Yeah. You know, practice social distancing. Do all the precautions you're supposed to, but continue to go about your daily life. Exactly. Um, and don't, you know, we don't need all these, like, businesses getting shut down. I, I think I remember, and I probably mentioned this before, but I think it's something like 40-some-odd percent of, like, New Jersey small businesses where I'm at right now have, like, closed and are not reopening. Because yeah. they can't. They, they've been shut down because of the restrictions. And these people are now suffering because they, they have no income and they were they were doing just fine with their small business beforehand, but now their small business is closed and they have to go find a different job that they didn't that they don't want to do because they're not able to reopen their business. So it's just it's Sucks, it's really man. dumb and it's 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 stupid and, and at this point it's just like please do like don't shut us down again, but I think if, if nothing's changed, Biden's looking to do a shutdown after he's a fully inaugurated and it's something close to like six weeks or something. He's said that he's opposed to shutting the country down again. Oh, he's he said that. All right. Well, then it changed. I, now, from the last whether year. or not he acts on that or not, I don't know. But he has said that he's opposed to shutting the country down because it'll hurt the economy. Okay. Well, at least we got that going for us. So hopefully he won't shut down the economy. I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. Now, and my job's essential. Your job is essential. So it's not really going to hurt me. Yeah. The but, one I have now. Now, given here in like a month and a half or so, then yes, I will be essential. Mm -hmm. I, won't have a, I won't have an option, but yeah. Um, good times. Good times. Good Hooray. times in the old U.S. of A. Shit's dumb. The thing with the vaccine, though, is, and, and I'm going to take it back to this for a minute, is that um, I really hope that they don't start making everyone show proof that they got the vaccine before they're allowed to, like, come into a business or go to a bar or, you know, go out and continue their life. Because at that point, now we're overstepping our bounds. Yeah. Now you're... Now you're really infringing on people's, you know, freedoms and people's rights, um, well, you, you've taken it too far. You've taken it past the point of for the public good, and now you're telling people what they have to do in order to be able to live their lives, and that's too far. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard rumors and whispers that to fly on a, a commercial airline, you're going to have to be able to show proof of a vaccine. See, that's Look, they arrested that couple that got on a plane knowing that they had COVID. Mm, uh, well... That, and it does when you're booking your flight, it makes you select that you're not sick. Yeah, you're symptom free and all that. So I mean, that you go is through, you go through the COVID checklist. So yeah, um, there is that. They just I saw something though, which is actually like it was really disturbing and it made me sad. 
Um, I can't remember what airline it was, but it might have been, I want to say it was probably United. <laughs> um, but they, whatever airline it was, kicked a couple and their, like, two-year-old kid off a flight because the kid would not keep a mask on. That's When yeah, the that's rules going... clearly state in, like, when you book your flight and stuff that if you're under, like, what was it, like, five or something? Mm-hmm. Like, five or under, they don't have to wear a mask. Because a they're you know they're gonna be fine, more than likely if they get it, and b kids don't keep masks on. Like we all understand that like it's gonna be no. really hard for a young kid to keep a mask on for however long your flight is. They're gonna get hot and itchy and bothered by it. And they're gonna throw a fucking tantrum. So we've kind of all looked at that and go, well, they're young. Their immune system's probably a lot stronger than everybody else's. They'll be all right. When it's within reason, right? Yeah. I I think that unless there's another one that just happened that's going back a couple months and it's just like such a load of shit. Yeah, it's so dumb. It was it was actually pretty recent and they, you know, it, rightly so, the the wife is all torn up about it and, you know, posted a video and I had to, I don't, I don't know if the airline made a comment back, but I was like, see, now we're, now we're taking it too far. You know, it's a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fine. They live in the same house. I mean, it's, it's like everybody, you're making everybody else wear a mask, so it's not like you know the two year old's gonna go out and just infect an entire flight. Like, no, exactly. And you and you sanitize the planes after every flight anyway, so it's like calm down. But you know, it's probably some one like super freaked out over over uh stimulated flight attendant or was like or or it was I, I don't even know if it was a flight attendant i feel like the flight attendants would be understanding but i feel like it was some passenger just fucking kicked up a stink and then you know maybe there was some real keyed up flight attendant that was like absolutely not gotta keep it politically correct man yeah i don't know gotta <sighs> And again, when it's so fucking bipartisan and so there's so many anti-maskers and there's so many have to wear a mask when you're in the car by yourself, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's so divided. I've seen people do that has been driving around and I'm just like, my guy, you are in the car by yourself. I've seen a lot more of that recently than I haven't. People driving around in the car by themselves with a mask on. I understand. I guess if you, you know, you, you get so used to wearing it and you just forget it's on your face. And you just go yeah. about your day, and you kind of get in your house. And you're like, oh, oh, snap! You like go to scratch your face, and you're like, oh, snap! I have, I have my mask on still. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some of these people just do it on purpose. Yeah, it's and you're just you just drive by and you look at them, and you're like, and they give you a dirty look while you're in your car with no mask, and they're just like looking at you, and you're like, ah, I'm, I'm in, I'm in my car. You're you're in your car. It's the you look weird for having your mask still on. It's the same ones that take their selfies as their Facebook profiles with their masks on, you know, because uh, yeah. they want to make sure people know they're real woke, you know. Yeah, like, oh, look woke. at me obeying oh, the government, and I'm mask. I'm out here just doing my part by wearing my mask 24-7. Mask up. I wear it to shower, shit, sleep. <laughs> like, I never take this off. This thing has become part of me. Yeah. Do I eat food? No, I take it liquidly <laughs> through a straw on the side of my masks now. My mask is me. I am my mask. That their whole personality is their mask now. Again, not that we're anti-maskers, but no, it's just like, just it's saying, so fucking stupid. You just got to like, find the middle road and go from there. Will give me headaches. It's... Uh... Was it last week that we talked about the monoliths popping up, or was that two weeks ago? No, it was last week because it tied into the alien thing. That's right, and it's not aliens. It's not aliens, yeah. Sorry, we're going to give you guys an update. We found out that the monoliths were just a group of artists. You can <laughs> buy one for a cool forty-five grand, I think, now, if you want to. There you go. You have your own piece of, a load weird, of shit. weird history. Yeah, a, it's just a... a giant metal rectangle that you can use as decoration. Congrats. In easily the most vulnerable year for Americans, 2020, you duped us into thinking that aliens were leaving monoliths around. Congratulations. I hope you feel good, and I hope not a single fucking person buys your shitty monolith. Oh, no, somebody's going to. Multiple people. I'm sure somebody will. I'm sure they already have. Oh, yeah. But for sure, you know, the cheap way to make your own monolith like that is just take a bunch of aluminum foil, wrap it around a loose uh, frame. And polish mm-hmm. that bitch up until it shines. 
There you go. Bam. That's mono. a good idea. Just a little and triangle it weighs, cardboard. And it weighs less than those, probably. Yeah, super easy. Not hard at all. I'll get one for everyone in my family for Christmas. That's a lot of aluminum foil. Walmart will be happy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my girlfriend's a hairdresser, and she buys that shit by the dozen. So. Oh, by the pallet? Yeah. They but I never realized how expensive tinfoil was. This is completely off topic, but she bought like 10 things of tinfoil the other day. And it was, I know, I think it was only, yeah, 10. It was like $65. I'm like, Jesus. Aluminum foil is expensive as shit. <laughs> Damn, 60 bucks. Well, I granted, I like 40 some odd, but still. I buy one roll and it lasts me practically a damn year. You know, like I'm never out of tinfoil. And then when you're out of tinfoil, you're like, Motherfucking, I'm out of tinfoil. Yeah, like, when did that I happen? Mean, I, we don't... I mean, I use tinfoil at the house. I don't know why we're going down this rabbit hole, but I use tinfoil at the house <laughs> to line my, my baking trays when I cook stuff so I don't have to keep washing baking trays. Big Bake, brain. Big brain. There's a little big tip brain. for you this week. Line your mm-hmm. baking trays with tinfoil. Yep. Um, and, like, I I don't remember the last... Like, like the, the roll of foil we've had, we have now has lasted for forever. So, like, when it runs out, I'm going to be like, what? oh, shit, I need more tinfoil. Yeah, but like other uh, than that, you know, you don't use tin foil all that often. Like maybe every now and then to cover a hot dish or something. But when you when you buy a smoker, uh, mm. you start buying a lot of tin foil. Yeah, I need. To, I want to buy one. I want to get back into that. Well, dude. but be careful in moderation because my little brother did tell me. I think we talked about this. Smoked meats, i.e., barbecue, will give you ass cancer. That's a load of shit. Nope. I don't believe that. At no, one hundred percent. 100% like I don't believe it okay I, I'll have him talk to you when, when I go home this this week and we can talk about it I'll have him I'll have him point it out because he he um it's um it it's one of the leading causes because of um oh shit what's the word god bless I'll have you know, him talk to you about it but you it's know like why I think people that eat a lot of smoked meats have ass cancer <laughs> why because they're fat I've seen that. They eat a lot of smoked meat. <laughs> that's also that's also not many vegetables go on the smoker. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's not. A... It's like that old diet coke giving you headaches, or I think that brain was, cancer. The like, aspartame gives you brain yeah, cancer, or diet coke uh, giving you cancer. Yeah. It's like you're drinking diet coke because you're fat and you're trying to get off of the regular coke, and you're probably eating a lot of McDonald's. So. Probably not just the Diet Coke, man. Like, in the words of our 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 <laughs> our previous president, I have never seen a thin person <laughs> drinking Diet Coke. Very true. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't even remember why he said that, but he said that. <laughs> Somebody's yelling outside my window right now. But um. But yeah, no, he he did say that it's it's one of the one of the things that like has a leading cause into to that. And I looked at him in his face and I said, "Worth it. Give me that barbecue." I'm but, here for it. But I mean, I like like you said, that's if you just would eat excessive amounts of barbecue day in and day out, and and then you're morbidly obese, and then you go from there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so don't come after my smoked meats. True. God damn it, cat! See ya, Ozzy. See ya, Ozzy. <laughs> Um, there's not even a roof out there. And that man's just about to just go. Ball. He's about to use one of his lives. Yeah, that'd be the last thing I need. Kristen comes home. Sorry, you can't jump out the, the window. window. That'd be a fun conversation. I wanted to make the Mario sound like when you fall down on Mario. Just do 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 do. Ozzy just responds back in the window. See you Adios. Have fun. Uh, let's see. Do you want to talk about the Ghislaine Maxwell thing? Uh, we can. Go yeah. For it. I, I did watch that video while I was at work today, and, and it's an interesting, interesting um, watch, I guess. It was an interesting watch. Well, so, like, the long and short of it is... And, yes, guys, we are back on hashtag Pizzagate. Hashtag. We never left. We just haven't been we talking about it We just haven't really talked much. about it in a while. Because there's not a whole lot of information and Nothing news really come out. Bus being done on Project Save Our Children. Um, although there is like a big, like old abandoned, like silos right off the interstate 
on 80 in Omaha where people will typically go up there and like spray paint stuff. And the most recent one is uh, save our children, like red letters, white outlined. Like, nice. That's cool. Like somebody's, you know, actually paying attention along with us. Very cool. We do need to save our children. Anyway, um, long and short of it is it basically ties the Clintons back in with the Comet Pizza guy and then um, the family. Well, who is the family? Sorry. was not the Young and the Restless family. She was on the Young oh, and the yeah, Restless. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Naomi. Um, was that right? No. Basically, the lady that started the Young and the Restless soap opera, her, yeah. her daughter and her granddaughter are all connected to it as well, along with this, like, like this this chick that's all about saving the oceans. Oh, um, that's right. That was Sarah, Sarah something or other. Wow, I was like really bad. I was at work and I watched this, you guys. So I kind of I tried to pay as much attention as I could through one he- earphone. That that was the other big piece of it that I couldn't remember. Um, so they're basically trying to figure out how to buy ocean space. Yeah, they're trying to like figure out how to own the oceans, and a big part of it is Ghislaine Maxwell's. Um, what was it, Terra? Oh shoot, what they call it? Um, hold on, let me. It's gonna be right here in the title on on, on Twitter. It's uh, purpose F- behind them wanting to own that ocean space was that they could run whatever boats, ferries, whatever they wanted through that space and not yep. be subjected. It was to uh, called getting pulled over in the ocean. Oh, for frick's sake, will. please! Yeah, Terra Mar. So the That's the, right. the video opens up. Um, in her 2020 des- uh, deposition, and they ask her, "Are you a citizen of the United States?" She says, "Yes." She, they go, "Are you a citizen of, of the United Kingdom?" She says, "Yes." And then they they go, "Are you a citizen um, uh, um, in any other land?" And she says, "I'm a citizen of Terra Mar." And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. And this is basically like her. I want to. I want to call it a front. Um, but it's her big like save the oceans project um and everybody like that was like a, a founding partner of this has been like i'm a founding citizen of terra mar and it sounds super culty um but their 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 front because i'm going to refer to it as a front because that's what i think it is um is like you know we're here to save the oceans and conserve the oceans but what they're actually trying like it, it would be the perfect cover for them to human traffic people across the oceans and ship like it's shipping stuff like shipping containers like basically anyway any way things get shipped across the ocean like they could do it through this project stop me if you've heard this one before island middle of the ocean not a lot of access people have to be privately charted there um there's a mysterious charity that the new york post calls a mysterious do nothing charity founded by jeffrey epstein's socialite gal pal they're now being officially investigated by the fbi i suppose the terramar project yep. was incorporated in london and delaware in 2012 purportedly to raise awareness of environmental and other issues facing the oceans which and, was basically a way for them to try to find out how to purchase oceans yeah space. how to just purchase ocean space and um Jeffrey Epstein, one of his nonprofits or whatever, or business grants helped fund the starting of Terramar. Well, and keep in mind that Maxwell was the president of Terramar, and right. her Upper East Side home was its official office. Yep, and uh, and then there's a connection with um, uh, Richard. Was it Richard Branson, the guy? Yes. Um, Virgin Airlines guy, Virgin Atlantic, all that mess. He had a connection. His his private island that he like lives at say. is very close to Epstein's island. Um, dude had a dude had a, um, a, a a place on his island called the Elder's Temple, mm-hmm. uh, where so they supposedly went and discussed business and nonprofits and charities and things to invest in, and all that kind of stuff. And it was all very suspect. Yeah, one of the girls that flew on the Lolita Express um, became a founding board, 
became founding board of directors of the Maxwell Charity seven years later. Mm. She also lived in a three-bedroom, $430,000 home in New Jersey that is linked in public documents to Maxwell. Classic. Although the neighbors told the Post they never saw Maxwell at the property. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, more shit. Spaceman, thank you it's for like another, another uh, link in the chain, if you will. Yep, and there was something else in there that, like, they mentioned as well. And Like I said, I'm sorry, I was watching this while I was at work, so... Um, but there was one dude who's the f- uh, head of some other, like, uh, I want to say nonprofit, if I remember right, that um, has the same, like, swirly blue triangle symbol, um, which in pedophile rings and yep. stuff is meant to mean boy lover. And his company's logo is basically the same thing, and he's got ties to Ghislaine and Epstein and stuff like that, as well as the Comet Pizza guy. So it's like it's all it's all linked together, and and like the and, and what you know what the guy Mouthy Buddha said in his video at the end of he's like I don't understand why it's a prerequisite for these global elites to you know be in this club that they've you know not or set up but i don't he's like i don't get why it's a prerequisite that they have to like children and basically mm-hmm. be pedophiles to like be a part of this group um and and, and he's like he's like you know and i i feel for the guy because he's put out a lot of videos about this and done a lot of research and he's been banned off youtube for it um <laughs> so now he has to put his videos out on like bit shoot and stuff but that's the crazy part of about it all to me is he's so quick to get banned on youtube yeah like yeah and you know he's he's it, he's you know like i said well it was, it's, i'm gonna finish this thought up real fast before i forget it um i just feel for the guy because you know he's he's put all this work in and he, he kind of feels like you know it's not helping but he's like, if it at least gets like the word out and we start looking and taking better care of our children, then it's like it's worth it. So he's gonna keep doing it, and you know, obviously you can support him through his Patreon and on Bitchute if you donate and stuff like that to keep his stuff going. But that's not a hashtag ad, by the way. Um, no. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's out there doing his doing what he can to try and get the word out to you know keep the world's children safe from these global elitists that prey on them. But yeah, like you were saying, he he was very quick to get banned off YouTube. Yeah, well, it's again, I'm. We both are. We try to see the facts. Said it a thousand times. Sound like broken record. I apologize. It's it's fun to think about conspiracies, but to actually start believing in them, or or at least see that there's some meat on the bones is where we both start to say, wait a minute. You know, it's just like aliens. There's a ton of fucking nut jobs out there, but I think you have to be not looking at all of the facts to suggest that there's not a possibility, much less a very real possibility that we're not alone right. and that shit's not going on that we don't know about. Right. Same story here with, with Pedogate, Pizzagate, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't give a shit. If you don't like the term Pizzagate because it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, I forget what uh, what subscriber was like. Oh, I was telling one of my friends to come watch, but she found out there was Pizzagate involved and she didn't want to because that makes her uncomfortable, whatever. Well, good. It should like, make you well, uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's not Pizzagate like where we're sitting here with our fucking tinfoil hats on, you know, saying like, oh, the Clintons, you know, killing everybody and Hillary's got a baby locked up in her basement and drinks baby blood, like, yeah, we're not that they're, crazy. We're just trying to look and see what the facts of the situation are. You look and you start to link up all of these very credible, very real facts, and you start to think, okay, this can't all just be completely bullshit. And there's like, this no way that it's all so coincidentally aligned that you're just like, mm. and like it does stop and make you think. And they don't hide it very well. No, not really. It, it, they, they don't just really rely, hide it very well. They rely on their their money and their power um, to to get them out of things, and and they just kind of basically like flaunt it, but try and not excessively flaunt it to where you yeah, know, you're 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 basically looking at them like, oh wow, you guys really are. 
Yeah, and I don't like think there's like the deep state, like some people would refer to the deep state, you know, like yeah, I'm not all big Illuminati, like you know, all that bullshit. But there are some very real things, some facts in there that stop and make you think, like holy shit, like and I'm not there's gonna, some yeah. credibility to this. There's there's something in there, and I'm not know? gonna like go full bore and say you know there's a deep state, but I will say, and this has been proven multiple times that politicians are in the in the pockets or rather politicians have corporations in their pockets that funnel them money to get things done thousand percent and i'm not going to say that's like a deep state thing but i will say that it's not a hundred percent the government running the country look at joe biden's son and all their fucking dealings in china and that account that they had set up to where they all had credit cards and they're basically just siphoning money back and forth to each other like through loans or whatever and it made them money yeah it's like that shit if you don't think that's happening and you don't think there's corruption at that level i, I hate to sound like not, a conspiracy theorist you need to get your head out of your ass because it, it's happening it doesn't take that long to find out that there's shit that's happening on that level that we don't know about. Right. And it's not like it, and it, and it, it is corruption, but they've, they've framed it and put it in such a way to where it doesn't come like it, it veils it to where it doesn't come across as kind of corruption, but they've, they've put it under the guise of packs and super packs and other stuff like that, which, you know, that all came around because corporations pushed for ways to support people and then they just you know legislation happened and then lo and behold now we have you know corporations and people with a lot of money that can just dump money into a political campaign count it as a tax write-off mm-hmm. and get their agenda pushed and it's just it's 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 basically corruption but with more steps and if anybody's ever seen like the rick and morty episode where <laughs> You know, he goes into his car battery. He's like, well, that sounds like slavery with more steps. This is the same thing. This is just corruption with more steps. Yep. Well, it, it's just like this this charity that that Ghislaine and Jeffrey had set up. Um, according to tax documents, they'd given out like $847 in grants. That's when they were getting... $847 in grants. Yeah, and the charity owes Maxwell $549,000 in loan repayments. Jesus. It's like, uh, the. I'm sorry, but like at a certain point in time, you, you, I'm as skeptical as the next guy. We both are. But at a certain point in time, you start connecting the dots and you're like, okay, this, you know. This, this is starting to stink. Yeah. Like exactly. where's the body? Because I can smell it. Hey, no shit. Yep. It's just... I could talk about this shit for the next hour. I know. But, I feel like maybe next week we dive back into it, get Mac on it, if he's not busy. I'm down with that. Um, um, actually, no, next week is... Um, oh, next week's I, Christmas. Next week is Christmas, but I'll be home, so I want to have my dad and my little brother on. I need to talk to them and see what they want to, what you know, they would like to talk about. I feel like having them on would be super cool. My dad's, yeah. got, if my dad's up for it. Um, we did have... I don't know. I'll tell you guys. Uh, we did just have a a death in the family uh, recently. My dad's dad, my grandpa on my dad's side died. Oh, that sucks. Um, last night, he had Alzheimer's um, and yeah. some other complications. Thankfully, it wasn't COVID, um, but it was his time, and he has gone on. It is sad, but I'm, you know. Death is a natural part of life, and he had a long life. He was 80-some-odd years old, so, you know, he had a long one. But it still sucks, and it still hurts. Um, yeah. But. It's coming for all of us, unfortunately. It's true. But I am, uh, the, the silver lining, the thing I am glad about is now that he, now he doesn't have to struggle with uh, Alzheimer's and his memory um, and, and forgetting who people are anymore and. And all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's a silver lining that you don't have to fight fight that anymore. Alzheimer's is a tough. It sucks, man. That's a tough one. And I've seen how, you know, it affected my dad when he would talk to him and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's tough, but, you know, it is what it is. Death and taxes, they come for us all. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But, yeah, so 
big episode coming up probably it'll probably be it'll be sooner than sunday more than likely uh probably won't be it'll probably be saturday i think if that works i have my family's christmas on saturday we can work out these logistics oh, yeah we can do it also later yeah we'll figure it out um, um but i do kind of want to get one in while i'm with them no i definitely want to get one in with them also so. um sunday would be Sunday. well we could... saturday is our christmas eve sunday oh, will be our actual christmas well we don't make that big of a whoop about um you know christmas day and all that mess at my house so if even christmas day uh, it works for you. I'm sure, you know, my family's not going to mind too much. I don't think if you guys are watching, um, Chris, Christmas day would be fine for me. Cause Christmas day will lose Reagan that night. So it'll just be Kristen and I, I won't be with like my family or anything. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, we might block out a, um, my family can easily probably block out like an hour to an hour and a half for when well, Christmas for day night, I'm sure people will be sitting around twiddling their thumbs anyway yeah for sure so we'll try and someone to listen to you i'll try and keep uh we might be a little bit tipsy when we come on the podcast but we'll see uh what else is new true so uh so yeah so i guess uh look for that one guys i'll try and um i'll try and get this episode out before i leave but i'm not gonna guarantee it um so you might get a double post when i get back um the the monday after christmas when i take off work um and I might just hammer out both, um, both episodes and just do a double post. But they will be up at some point. What would be dope is if you did decide to come to Omaha for New Year's Eve, then we could do a live New Year's Eve stream. True. That That'd would be, be sick. sick. That would be a, a debacle. That's gonna. It's gonna take. I said a lot of brain power for me because, like, I gotta fly then fly back and then immediately like hop on a plane the following weekend and fly <laughs> yeah and i i think the more my family talks about new year's eve the more we're all just kind of kind of do low we typically have a big blowout party every right. year at my house or at hugo's house or wherever um but this year with covid i don't think very many people are going to be doing like big large gatherings yeah. especially for new year's eve yeah but all i know is i'm getting wasted somewhere Indeed. Worst case scenario, Close. I'll just Zoom call all you guys. That would be fun, too. That wouldn't be a bad idea. We could do a... We could almost do, like, a friends thing. Yeah, that would be a good idea. And, well, sorry, sorry, you guys, YouTube and everybody else, but that one you all aren't privy to. That's a private party. That is a um, private party. You you got to get on the Twitch for that one. Yep. But no, that and that's, be... a, that's a private party, as in I'm not streaming it. Like, it's just going to be a Zoom call with the homies. Oh, well, that's fine too. If the if the listeners really want that Zoom call code. We'll see. We'll see. But we'll see. Anyway, I think you got, you got to be invited. Yeah, for sure. I think that'll wrap it up for this week though. I know it's a little bit we did about an hour. Um a little bit shorter. I guess well, probably about 40 minutes shorter than last week, but last week was an interesting topic. Um, yeah, and this week there. I mean, there was a fair amount that went on. It was a fair on, amount, but, but it wasn't like... Not a ton. Not a ton. It was just kind of a slow week news-wise because we're getting into the holidays. Coronavirus vaccine came out. Biden got officially, officially, officially put in as, as president-elect. Um, officially more, official, if you will. Some more stuff came out about Ghislaine, but none of that was all that surprising. And nope. Tulsi Gabbard wanted to help the small guys, so... There you go. That's pretty much your weekly wrap-up. That's what we did this week. And um, I'll see you guys probably for a special episode on, well, we'll probably, well, we'll loosely say Christmas Day. Um, it'll be me, my brother, my dad, and Alex. And uh, we'll chit-chat for hour, hour and a half or so and call her good. I'll be wearing my sweater, feeling True. festive. I need to remember to pack mine. Festive AF. Festive as fuck. Ready to celebrate and talk about old Chris Kringle. <laughs> but anyway, that'll do it for, for this week. And uh, I'll see you guys later on. Uh, if I don't, we don't see you um, in our next podcast, have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate. And, uh, you know, just be safe while you're out there. And, um, you know, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.